Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following content is not suitable for children. Hello, Lori. We're getting a lot of feedback here from our listeners. It seems like that episode on what we're now calling resilient sex, to do a thorough assessment, to look at your body, your mind, your heart, even how spiritual you are in the encounter, to really look at that before sex, during sex, and after sex, and really get curious, you and your partner, one to ten score, Give yourself a grade. This isn't about judging. It's about trying. Are you happy with those scores? Let's come up with a plan to change that. So we got so much feedback on that. And we, we presented a classical average Joe, average Jane, where the, the husband was pursuing for sex and a wife was feeling the pressure of that. And we thought this week we'd switch it around. Let's. What about those <laughs> couples where the wife's got the high energy and the, and the husband is more low energy sex? This is good to talk about. I want to talk about it. I can see it out in your face. Let's do it. (laughs) Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. For a great personal lubricant, please check out uberlube.com and use the coupon foreplay to support us at the podcast. Thanks. It really did come to me as I was playing the average Jane, you know, how I wasn't really representing all of the women that I know and that I talk to about especially those women who are more sexually pursuing and what they might be feeling in the experience. So I I think this is important for us to represent them and talk about it and talk about what they feel. Exactly. And it, it, just a caveat here, these scores are, they're very, they're static and moving and not, they're not entrenched, right? So it's, don't get all disappointed in these scores. It's, it could change over time. One night I could be feeling something, and the next day I have, might have different scores. But the spirit of it is just to get people to be curious. Like if you notice your body's not really engaged, you don't do vulnerability, then that's probably telling you there's, there's more that you can do to get higher levels of engagement. And what we know with people having great sex, they have the highest levels of engagement across the board. So let's get into this. Uh, what are you calling her? Um. <laughs> Maybe the the sexual pe- oh, sexual pursuing Jane. Uh, Jane right. is just stuck in my head. Good. Uh, sexual pursuing Jane. So let's okay. let's check in with your scores. So okay. again, we're gonna break this down so pre sex, during sex, and after sex. I'm all about it. You're I'm all, all about, about it. Right, right out of the gate. All <laughs> right. So we start off in the mind, just what would you give yourself erotic, that erotic score? Like how much are you thinking about it? Are you kind of getting into details? Are you kind of falling into fantasy? Yes and yes, definitely. I mean, right. I, I, when I'm thinking about an evening, you know, maybe it's Friday night. Yes, just like the average 
maybe lower libido or uh, more sexually withdrawing, Jane, I, I'm thinking about planning a night and, you know, what I'm going to cook. And But I'm also setting the scene. The, the dinner includes wine because I want us to feel less inhibited that, you know, I'm my arc of the evening includes what's going to happen later. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the bedroom. It's what I'm going to wear, what we're going to do, what it's going to, you know, what we're going to do in bed. I, I mean, I'm thinking about those details as much as the details of how to cook the pork chops. That's right. So you're, well, you'd give that what? Um, that's like an eight at that point, sort of early. Okay. Eight. So you're already, though, thinking about what's going to happen, what you might be wearing, what, what, what might be the sequence, what might be positions. Your brain's already going down that road. Yeah, absolutely. I, I probably don't. I'm not quite as scripted in what I want to have happen. I mean, there are times that maybe the fantasy is more explicit and that can really help. But sometimes it's just like the excitement about we're going to have sex. Awesome. All right. Let's jump into your heart. Now, how, how primed up are you with the romantic side of you? That's like you said, you're cooking pork chops, wine, <laughs> candles. Sounds like there's a lot going on there. I That's know. primed. I'm, I'm a woman. All right. You know, I love romance and, um, you know, I have flowers on my table probably 360 days of the year always. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like important to me to have the setting work. Yeah, it's, it's definitely important. And, and I probably, would love it if my husband were more romantic, but it's not really a huge requirement for me. I supply a lot of that. Yep. So again, high score, eight, mm-hmm. you got to go with? Probably eight, yes. All right. So let's go into the vulnerability. Are there fears kind of also alongside? Is your husband going to initiate? Is uh, you know, is he going to be interested? Or you know, are you going to orgasm? Like, do you kind of carry those those fears into no, no, I don't. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think that you know, certainly in the conflict place, there's been. If, is my husband going to initiate? But in nights that, you know, I already know there's going to be sex. I no, I, I, I don't worry. I don't worry. I really trust my body. I really trust my body's response. So there's not a lot of worry, but I would no. imagine if your partner is kind of lower energy, then kind of that possibility of being rejected or kind of not. Okay. Yes. Yes. That would be, that would be a bit of a worry. Like, you know, what if he's not up for it? So what if I plan this whole thing and he's not up for it or he's not interested and, and then, yeah, I could probably be protecting myself a little bit about that disappointment, but I'm certainly not feeling anxious about how it's going to all go. What would you give yourself that score? The, that shadow's lurking, but it's not really that big. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so this is my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm really open. I think I'm pretty open, vulnerable. So an eight. I mean, I'm willing to go into it open-hearted, ready to get slammed if that's what it <laughs> takes. Well, I guess the way I'm, I'm, and this is a work in progress, right? This resilient sex that we're talking about. When I talk about a high vulnerability score, what I'm talking about is there's big kind of fears and things that you're trying to manage. And if you're really open and that would probably be low on that vulnerability score. Okay. So you're saying how clear is my heart? Is there, is it shadowed with 
fear about rejection. Exactly. And if the fear is big, then that would be a high vulnerability score. Mm-hmm. Well, given that I've also kind of lived this as a sexual pursuer with a man who is a sexual withdrawer and you know, I think it depends on the stage in our relationship. Mm-hmm. I think early on when there was a lot of rejection, I would feel anxious about that. Yeah. So it was probably like a four and five in terms of okay. coming into it open hearted. All right. Good. So let's switch to the body. How how in touch are you with the excitement, the warmth in your chest, the tingling in your your your, your extremities, like the skip in your step? Like what what how in touch are you with that? So very high. Nine, okay. ten, very affectionate. Uh, my body longs to hug him, touch him. Uh, I I definitely feel that high score of my body longing for his body. But, but you know, that's kind of affection is something that I live on. So yep. that's okay. always good. And how about your genitals? How aware are they? How? Usually zero. Again, every time I hear this, my brain goes, what? It's so hard to imagine <laughs> that you start off with zero. It's I know. so often with men. It's like. It's so that's... disappointing to be a, in a female body, right? Locked in so this you're body. Saying even your brain is thinking about it. Oh, your yeah. heart is primed. You want touch. Oh, yes. Everything's online. Your scores are all eight and nines. Your generals yes. are zero. Zero. I, I just, I think it's so hard to, I am so jealous of men that, you know, feel something in their genitals. I, women just overall, I mean, yes, if it were a really, really erotic day and, you know, was thinking about it a lot, maybe you'd move the needle. But it's just so hard to move the needle when you, you know, you don't have any gas in your body. It's like there's no fuel that says, that funds that that physiological response. So it's if so you're in dependent. the shower and you're kind of washing your body, that doesn't kind of those areas don't really kind of no, turn up a little bit. <laughs> no, no. no. All right. Okay. And how about we're adding this component because we, we want people to have as expansive sex as possible. Mm-hmm. And so many couples do describe states of transcendence and, and a lot of us have been really taught to compartmentalize spirituality away from sex. And mm-hmm. it's right. But, you know, if all great couples talk about it, then, you know, maybe that's something a lot of us need to consider and, and find the ways of integrating. So what would you give your spiritual score, you know, as you think about heading into this, this intimate act with your, with your partner? Mm. That's such a good question, George. I, I, I would say it was, it's pretty low. Um, okay. I don't think that that occurs to me at this stage in the in the sexual evening. Okay. Yeah. So like three, a two, three, three. All right. Two, three. So again, we're looking at these scores and just saying, hey, a lot of high scores around the erotic and the romantic and your whole body being alive and sensual. Mm-hmm. That's great. You're primed. Mm-hmm. Right. Some things that maybe they could we can do some improvement on is we got this vulnerability score. There are some fears lurking. Can we talk about those fears? Can we reduce those numbers? Mm-hmm. You know, the generals, are there anything you can do to kind of or or spirituality? Like the more you can kind of think about that or come let me, up. Let with me just life. plug Scream Cream here again right. with Triangle Compounding Pharmacy, which was you know, you can find it on our website. Definitely Scream Cream, it's a vasodilator. And so it and for women who their brain is not engaged, it might enliven their genitals, but 
that doesn't connect. But for mm-hmm. a woman whose mind is there, it could be a really good thing. Nice. So we ready to move on to sex itself? Sex itself. Go for it. All right. <laughs> Let's hear. How's that erotic <laughs> mind going? Totally in it. Yeah, right. totally in it. Just And kind of fuzzy, you know, like lost in it. It's no longer what we're going to do. There's no agenda. There's just kind of in it. So that's where it starts to go towards playfulness and creativity. Yeah. Like you're just. And passion. You know, it's like, it's, it's like you, you kind of let your mind go. I mean, I'm, you know, don't think about the chores. I don't think about the children. I don't think about my body anxiety. I don't think about that stuff. I'm just there. Right. But that's where you also have the most access to your erotic mind. Like you're kind of come up with things here that you wouldn't normally come up with. So that that score would still be pretty high. Really high, yeah. It might go a little bit down because you're letting your mind go. No, it's it's high, but it's kind of just so fluid with my body. I think it's hard for me to distinguish. I'm sorry, I'm making this complicated. No, it's good, <laughs> and we're we're getting clear as we do this. Okay. Actually, let's let's come back after break and finish this. Okay, up. come back after break. Uberlube is our sponsor, and this is a lubricant that I have recommended for many years. You know, it's got long-lasting performance. It doesn't get sticky, which, let me tell you, as a woman, that's important. No sticky feeling. Yuck. And it doesn't have any taste. It's scent-free, and it, it's made out of, like, silicone and also vitamin E, so it leaves you feeling soft, which is good. I love the packaging, but I've said that before, and I really do like that. It's also, it doesn't cause any allergies. So many of the lubricants out there do cause allergic reactions, and this one doesn't, so that's great. It's also recommended by other doctors, thousands of doctors around the world. And it's so necessary to change the stigma, like there's something wrong if you need it. I mean, this is what helps us become more intentional and more playful and have more fun. How do we see this as an ally in our sexual adventures? It kind of is insurance that it will feel good. But even insurance, it's like... And if everything's working great, why not have a little extra, little extra fun there? little extra fun with Uberlube. And you can find it on uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay for a 10% discount. So for all you therapists out there listening to our show, I really want you to check out successinvulnerability.com, our new training website that we believe is taking online therapist training to the next level. It's so focused on moment-by-moment practical moves less theory, to really get people to have immediate success, right? We're trying to measure targets of change so we can see if we're on target or we need to adjust. And the feedback we're getting is really excited. We're incorporating that feedback to continually adjust and to change the schedule. And come join us, SIV team. Also, I'll just put a plug in for it as well, because I am one of the learners And they just released module three, which is so nuanced and so smart. I was listening to it thinking this kind of instruction just is not out there. How to do the micro moves that change people's hearts toward each other. It's so good. So it's reasonably priced. I just encourage you to go over to successandvulnerability.com and sign up. It's great training. 
All right, so let's finish this up. You're saying during sex, this erotic mind is still kind of racing, but there's also this letting go that you, you can kind of get caught in the moment. Yeah, like how I, about go ahead. No, how about your heart? How's it doing? How's the romance? Definitely big heart here. You big know, this heart. is yeah, big heart, just full of love, full of vulnerability, open to whatever. And how about that that more fearful side of the heart that's now that you're in the act, those rejections kind of go down, they kind of disappear. Those, Yeah, that all goes down. That goes away. Okay. Once I'm in, in the moment, um, good for it. Okay. And how about your body itself? Still high scores, the, the sensuality, the kind of touch still, still? Oh, yeah. Touch, all that is like 9, 10, just absolutely like, Love that, feel that, open to that, enjoying that. And how are the genitals doing? So like any woman, it takes a while for that to come up. And it depends on what we're doing. Uh, it might depend on if we use a vibrator. It might depend on, you know, if we get right to it. I think like most women, there's kind of this curve, kind of a bell curve that it's slow going up and then you hit this point and then it accelerates, um, you know, and suddenly you're, you're going really high. All right. So what do we want to give the score for the generals? Here? Oh, gee. So, I mean, it comes in, right? It's like a two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So that 10 is hallelujah. That's where <laughs> that 10 is hallelujah. All right. <laughs> that 10 is definitely orgasm. And how is the spirituality? I think for me, in the moment of orgasm, there's kind of just a merger that's spiritual. You mm -hmm. know, it's, I feel very at one with my partner, like a transcendence that you've talked about before, George, just really melding together. Like no beginning, no ending between us. So I guess that's like a spiritual connection. What score are you giving yourself? That's a ten. Oh, this is pretty happy here. You, you, you know, and you got and all nines right? and tens. It's and a bingo. It's scores. a bingo, right? I mean, no this wonder is, why you want to have sex so much. That's right. That is so right. Exactly. All right, cool. Let's get into post. Okay. Now you just had this multiple orgasmic. You, 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 we you didn't came. even talk about the multiples. Okay, all go right. ahead. <laughs> and now you're done, right? You. Uh -huh. What's that look like now? You're cuddling up. Um, how's that erotic brain? <laughs> um, so probably not cuddling up right away, sort of more just like completely um, stunned is kind of how it feels. Just like this moment, you know, almost can't, speechless, kind of mm -hmm. not really ready yet to connect. Not, I mean, feeling deeply connected, but not necessarily, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start to talk. It's like, can't really talk yet. <laughs> so your brain turns off. Brain turns off. Okay. Yes, totally in the body. All right. Brain turns off. Still feeling romantic. Still feeling very romantic. Vulnerability kind of very low. No, no, score. no, no, no. Vulnerability high. I'm ready to talk about anything. I mean, it, it, there's like this pause, but um, I still feel safe. I feel yeah. I feel very safe at that point. Right. So we're gonna and, we're gonna fix heart. you, listeners, the vulnerability scale. We gotta kind of work that out. We gotta work that out, right? So when you're open and really can talk about anything, 
that's what we're we're calling you know low because the it's not high fears right it's, that's when we're given a high score but whatever we'll work that out how about your body your still high scores yeah i mean i think uh the body definitely i guess you know really the body is kind of sated you know it's like it's it's filled up so I mean, I, I don't necessarily need as much at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel very full. Well, it sounds like the erotic mind, it starts to kind of wind down a little bit now. It's kind of got its needs met. Yeah, and it's yeah. starts to settle in and gets a little Thank sleepy you. maybe. All right. Thank you for articulating for me. Uh, how <laughs> right. about your genitals? So, I mean, that you didn't say about multiple orgasms. So definitely that would be very high because as a woman, you don't actually kind of lose arousal quickly and so definitely could want to have sex again right away and and i would say that like just desire in general is very high you know your genitals you want to go again not necessarily and i i don't want to paint this for people i don't want people to feel pressured about this but a lot of women talk about that that they're ready to go again a few times perhaps and then finally there's kind of like this release okay done now done Okay. And how about spiritually? I think, oh gosh, help me, help me with this question. I'm not sure where I'm going. And again, this is just something else we're adding. There's no right or wrong. If you don't have any spiritual component, that's totally fine. Everybody's got to tailor this to themselves, you know, but that part of you during orgasm that really felt part of something bigger mm -hmm. than yourself, right. you know, afterwards, do you feel that sense of, calmness and peace does it make you think about like being some gratitude or feeling you know some people do they use the word transcendence they do think mm -hmm. about god they say to themselves like you know thank you for this gift i'm so happy to be alive and like they mm -hmm. they're they kind of drift into that realm other people they don't think about it at all so it's just something hmm. i mean you said it was at 10 during orgasm yeah so definitely. i'm curious about what so, happens afterwards yeah probably i'm not sure that i know first of all, but it, it doesn't feel as high as it does during orgasm. Okay. So those scores. So maybe five. All right. So uh, you got all my numbers, my stats down. I got all these my stat stats. card. Okay. And I'm sure the stats change depending on a day, a developmentally yes. where you're at. Yes. There's no right or wrong with these. It's just a way of saying, Hey, you know, wow, I never thought about the spiritual part. Maybe I can think a little bit more about that. That would bring something else mm -hmm. that's there that I just haven't been paying attention to. Or, you know, these erotic scores and these romantic scores. So, I mean, I'm impressed with generally how high these numbers are. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times sharing this with your partner, I think for a lot of times for men, like once, once the orgasm comes, it's like to over right mm -hmm. that to think that the general focus is still pretty high like the focus disappears mm -hmm, right that you're mine. still sure. afterwards that's you know that's really information i haven't heard before mm, okay so all right do so we have time to just give quick low joe the, a little <laughs> low, <score>? joe. <laughs> low joe <laughs> low joe you know i i think we're out of town we need to do low joe later yeah yeah all right Okay. I didn't want low Joe to feel left out here. Okay. We will talk about low Joe, the low libido or the withdrawing male and his issues another day. 
Yes, and this is the, we're we're having a little fun, but the last thing we'd want people to feel is pathologized to judge because you know the circumstances that dictate how we see sexuality or how our body responds to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and people who are withdrawers or pursuers sexually. They have their reasons, they have their history, they have their experiences that determine where they're at and how they, how they move toward or away from sex and toward or away from their partner sexually. Exactly. We always fall back to the natural state. If people are having great encounters and experiences around sex, We'd all be sexual pursuers. Like, why wouldn't you want something that's so beautiful and want more right. of it? If it's right? all but a if, bingo. Yeah. You know, but you if you have it. a lot of problems, it makes a lot of sense while your body gets less interested in it, right? If, if you're going to feel worse about yourself and you're disappointed in your partner and there's all this pressure, mm-hmm. I mean, there are good reasons why people want to start to disengage from something that can be so important. That's right. Well, thank you. And hopefully my pursuing sexual sexual pursuing sisters out there appreciate this because i i get a lot of commentary from them like you're not representing us talk about us well there you go girl there you go girl and (laughs) hey then there's a lot in between that pursuing jane and that kind of withdrawing sexual jane and everybody in between that's right there is no normal Right? We're all just trying to find our own comfort level within the spectrum of sexuality. And I think this is a lovely way to kind of think about aspects of the sexual experience that we may not break it down by normally, you know, mm-hmm. and a way to communicate with our partners about these differences. That's the whole key to what we're trying to do here, Lori. Just help people have conversations. Talk about things that most of us got no help talking about. That's right. Well, thanks for listening to 4Play Radio. Keep it hot, y'all. Hey, I want to draw your attention to a course that George is doing for couples. It's on October 30th, and it's an all-day retreat. He is basically spending a whole day with you in experiential learning. So you go as a couple by Zoom to kind of gain the best tools and understanding of how to grow and safeguard your relationship. Again, this is by George. We will have a link to it under the resources on our website or link hopeandrenewal.org connection dash course. Lori, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons whose support is really helping. And as we're starting to notice with success comes more expenses. And it would really be great for our listeners to have new patrons come and join us to be part of this mission. Talking about sex, the importance of that to, to change our culture to help us not have to figure this stuff out and feel ashamed and alone with all this. That's right. Thanks so much. I mean, it feels good that people are believing in this mission, wanting to help other couples and wanting to help make sex something that is beautiful and easy to talk about and reduce the shame that people feel about it. So your financial support has been helpful and it would be wonderful to have you behind us. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.